Welcome to Zimmerman Podcast, Episode 62. Today, I'm sharing some of my signature hacks for better, simpler days. My therapist once told me I'm an entrepreneur at life, which basically means that I'm always going to look for things to improve, whether it's in my business, my personal life, or even my kids' school classrooms. (laughs) That means that when it comes to daily routines, if something isn't working, I don't wait around and ask why. I figure out a way to just make it better. So if you want better days with practical routines that leave you feeling energized and focused instead of frustrated and stressed, this episode is for you. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. In just two years, Jessica went from facing bankruptcy to taking home a six-figure salary. She turned a business-saving $100,000 loan into a million-dollar empire. As a creative entrepreneur, a healthy work-life balance seems just as unattainable as a six-figure income. But Jessica Zimmerman is here to show you it's possible. With the right tools and insider tips and some hard work, your craziest dreams can become your daily routine. If you set some boundaries and commit to healthy changes, you can create a business and a life you love. So let's make your business work for you. Number one, win the morning, win the day. This is our family mantra. We say it every single morning. How things begin is incredibly important. If the beginning of a book sucks, you're probably not going to read it. If a Monday seems blah, That can set the tone for the whole week. That's why mornings are so important and why I always say, win the morning, win the day. I love having routines throughout my day, but my mornings are by far the most regimented time of my day. If your mornings start well, your brain starts expecting the rest of your day to go well too. Your mornings should be dedicated to the things you need to do, not solving other people's problems or being distracted. Do me a favor. Think about the first thing you usually do in the morning. How do you spend the first 10 minutes of your day? Do you spend them snoozing your alarm? Do you spend them scrolling through Instagram? Checking email on your phone? Dreading your morning workout? Woken up by crying kids? How you start your day sets the tone for your entire day. It's hard to bounce back from that frustration you feel if you're woken up by a crying kid or from reading an email reminding you of something you forgot to do. If you aren't ready to start a whole new morning routine, start small. What can you do to change the first 10 minutes of your day? What's going to set the tone for you in those first 10 minutes? What's going to make the morning a win for you? Number two, morning ritual. I wasn't always so great at starting my mornings with intention. In fact, there were years where I was so busy with three kids under the age of two, a sick husband in and out of the hospital, and a growing business that needed all my energy and attention that I didn't spend any time doing things I wanted to do, things that would help me fill up before I had to pour out. After I experienced severe adrenal fatigue as a result of my years of self-neglect, which you can read all about in my book, Sleeping with a Stranger, I absolutely had to find a way to invest in myself before starting my day with the business of children and work. I've never been a morning person, but whenever I imagined my ideal self, 
I wanted to be the type of person who woke up early each day to exercise and get started before the kids woke up, you know, to have a moment just all to myself. So I decided to make that ideal version of myself a reality. I started small, waking up just 30 minutes before my family. I liked that so much, I began waking up an hour before. And today, today I wake up at 4.30 a.m. and give myself an entire hour and a half before my kids wake up. Brian wakes up at 5.30 a.m., so we actually have a few minutes together, just he and I, before we put on those parent hats. At 4.30 a.m. when I wake up, I go into the kitchen, and our, our home, our living room, our kitchen, our dining area, it's all just one big open space. And so I make it a priority to make sure that that space is cleaned the evening before. The kids help. They put away anything that they've gotten out, all of that stuff. But I know that there is a complete difference in my mood, in my energy, in how my day goes when I wake up to a clean house versus waking up to a messy house. So I make it a priority before I go to bed to make sure everything is clean. I have this table right by the couch and I get my candle and I get my Palo Santo and I get um, some incense. And what that does for me is it just, the scent of all of that, it just reminds me that this is my time for just me. And there's something about uh, smells and sense that they trigger your brain in a way. And it, it just helps remind me, this is time just for you. I almost have all the lights off still. I have a lamp right by that table that I have on the dimmest setting. And then there's a light over my stove top that also has a very dim setting that I turn on. So I just have those two very very dim lights on um, for about the first 45 minutes. I make myself some tea and I just kind of sit there on the couch and I burn the incense, the wood, the candle, and I just kind of just seeing the smoke as it leaves the incense and having the smell. And I listen to Joni Mitchell on Spotify, just that playlist. There's all kinds of people, Carol King, and and um, they're just really kind of easy songs. And something about that time, it just is a beautiful way to wake up, just a really gentle way to wake up. And I find that even when Brian wakes up at 5.30 and he comes in, the smell that is happening, the the music, it's just a really beautiful way to wake up. And then our children wake up to it as well. And there's just something about that energy that sets everyone off in a really good tone for the day. And so I, it's just really been kind of life-changing to do this. And, and, and it's a way to really pay respect to yourself and say, you know what, I owe this. And I'm going to fill my cup up first today. I'm going to be able to give so much to everyone else because I'm taking care of me first. So at six o'clock when those kids wake up, I am so fueled and ready. I've had an hour and a half to just, you know, be with myself. And I, I do a devotional and I meditate and, and those kinds of things. But even just sitting there, you know, is a form of meditation, just saying to myself, you are worthy of this time. But by doing that, I have so much energy to give my kids when they wake up. I am so ready to just cover them with hugs and kisses and and make their breakfast and scramble their eggs and get their vitamins on their plate and just enjoy the morning together. 
I shift the music at breakfast time to something a little bit more fun and upbeat just to get us excited about the day. We all go around and we uh, say one thing that we're grateful for. And again, that's just trying to help my kids in the smallest of ways to start learning this practice on their own. I don't expect them to wake up at 430 and I don't expect them to sit with a candle for 45 minutes, but it's just little ways of starting to get them to realize, oh, these smells remind me of the morning. This music reminds me of the morning. What am I grateful for? And it's just kind of a way to get in that rhythm. And here's the thing I want to say about meditation, which I really see as passive prayer. I do some meditative breathing and I just focus on being present. It's the one time each day that I kind of recenter myself. And instead of reaching for things, I allow them to come to me. And there's something about that. There's something, I'll tell you, even this morning when I was just sitting there and I was doing that, I've been a little anxious about what is next. What is next? And I can't, you know, I'm a futuristic thinker by nature, and it's one of my top strengths is futuristic. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I can't help but think of what's coming up next, what is there next to do. And this morning, I just, after I got done meditating and I opened my eyes, I just had this sense of just be still a little longer. And I just took that to mean you're going to know soon. It's okay that you don't know today. It's okay. And that there was something about that that gave me just such peace, you know? And I think that all the answers are inside of us, but we're never going to get to them if we're just constantly distracted by everything else. And so, yeah, I don't I don't look at my phone during those first couple of hours. I'm not, you know, on my email those first couple hours. I just am with myself recentering myself, filling up my cup so that I can pour into other people. As an entrepreneur, especially an entrepreneur who works from home, it's so easy to wake up and jump right into work mode. But by starting with self-care, instead of needing to be productive and achieving right away, I remind myself that regardless of what happens in my day, I have inherent meaning and value and that I don't have to do everything myself. And I certainly don't have to do everything that day. Starting the day this way has completely changed how I see the day and how I see myself. Even though it's one less hour I could be spending working or sleeping, the hour of investing in myself allows me to be so much more focused and centered throughout the day. Listen, you all know I tell it straight. So here's some brutal honesty. You're losing money and you don't know how to turn things around, right? The past few months have been brutal for a lot of businesses. In seasons like this, it's easy to feel frustrated, lonely, and out of ideas. Let me tell you something. I have so been there. It's hard. And it's not all your fault. The way you've been taught to do business is no longer working. Let me repeat that so it really sinks in. The way you've been taught to do business is no longer working. But don't worry. I've created a training to tell you exactly what to do when you're losing money and how to create a plan to connect with clients and get your stuff sold, whether stores, events, and normal business is shut down or not. This free video training is filler-free and laser-focused on giving you the tools you need to dig yourself out and create a plan for your business that makes you money. 
whether you have a side hustle, a small one-person business, or a huge company with tons of employees and products and services. To sign up for this free training, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash Pinterest training. This is the exact system I use for my business, whether I'm selling wedding planning services, online courses, or my book, Sleeping with a Stranger. Get all my secrets for free at ZimmermanPodcast.com slash Pinterest training. Number three, a capsule wardrobe. I want to focus all my creative energy on my work, not on my clothes. So when it comes to my everyday wardrobe, I'm a bit of a Steve Jobs. Now, listen, I like a great outfit more than anyone else. I appreciate the art of fashion and I love to get dressed up for an event or if I'm going to be speaking somewhere, then yes, I'm going to put effort into that and think about it. I I love the whole, all the details and how everything looks together. And I really do think it can be, you know, like a work of art, but I'm just talking about my everyday kind of work life, not when I'm going to speak for something or, or something like that, but my everyday work life, I just like to keep it really simple. When I find something I like, I, I kind of wear it over and over again. And I really only wear neutrals. I want everything to go with everything. So when I get dressed, I don't have to put a ton of thought and energy into it. It's not that I don't like clothes. There are just other things I prioritize more on a daily basis. I'd also rather buy something that's really good quality once and wear it over and over than buy something cheap and only wear it once or twice before it falls apart. One of my absolute favorite things that I have in my closet is a cashmere jogging suit. They are like cashmere sweatpants and then a cashmere like zip up hoodie. And I've had that now for five years and I wear it all the time in the in the winter, in the fall, as it gets cold. It is so wonderful. It's beautifully made. It is so comfortable. But things like that, I just want to wear good quality things over and over again and not, like I said, things that can fall apart super easily after one or two wears. Again, it takes less attention and energy for me to do something well once than to do it halfway a bunch of times. And that applies even to getting dressed and buying clothes. I have a few outfits I wear on repeat. I love how they look and feel, and no one ever notices that I'm wearing the same outfit over and over again. Or if they do, they don't care. (laughs) I truly don't know if it's ever taken me more than five minutes to get dressed because I'm never just trying to figure out what to wear. I love how simple it makes my morning. Would you pay a dollar a day for more energy, focus, and drive? That's what I get with Beekeepers Naturals Bee Powered Superfood Honey. Every day, I take a spoonful of their bee powered honey, and every night, I go to bed after my kids, which is saying a lot. Before bee powered, I'd be totally out of energy by 4 p.m. Can anyone relate? Running a growing business while being a mom to three kids, including some pretty wild twin boy toddlers, it's exhausting. But with Bee Powered, I feel more focused and driven than I have in a while, like maybe even before kids. You know I wouldn't try to sell you something that I don't believe in and actually use myself, but I love my Bee Powered, and now I honestly can't imagine my life without it. If you want 15% off Bee Powered, go to ZimmermanPodcast.com slash B to get yours today. That's ZimmermanPodcast.com slash B-E-E. Number four, what's working 
and what isn't. Guys, sometimes we get so used to living our lives day after day that we forget to step back and ask ourselves, what's working? What isn't? Why do I feel this way? What can I change to make sure I never feel this way again? Or how can I incorporate more of this into my life so that I feel this way more often? So this week, I want you to think about your daily routine and consider what changes you could make to strategically simplify. If there's something in your day that usually goes wrong, like putting your kids to bed or packing a lunch or finding time to exercise, it might not be that you're not trying hard enough. You might just need to tweak your routine. If there's someone in your life you are seeing as successful, ask them what their daily habits are. These are just some of mine. If you try some out this week, I'd love to hear about it. Don't be afraid to start small and make sure you invest in yourself first. If you've liked what you heard today, share, subscribe, and review. Your feedback is what tells the internet robots to tell more people about this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll see you here next week on Zimmerman Podcast. If you loved what you heard today, even if you liked it a lot, you should subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you back here next time in the Zimmerman Podcast.